Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Breadcrumbs. Thank you for joining me. And this is your host, Ashley, AKA Ash Kitten. Uh, today, we're gonna be talking about going after your dream because everybody has a dream, right? Like deep down, seated, somewhere deep inside of you, you have a dream. And there's so many people. I mean, I bet if you took a poll, because I don't have any real statistics to go off of except for how many people have just told me or have been around that have just said, man, I hate my job or I wish I could do something else. Even if someone else thinks that, oh, well, that's a really good job. It's more of, is it, is it in line with your passion? Now, that... That's something that's really hard to achieve is a job that is in line with what you have a passion for. You never want to make it about money. You never, if you're a doctor and you're there because of the money, you're not going to be happy. I don't care how many Mercedes you have and how big your house is you're not gonna enjoy it. You're not gonna have time to enjoy it because you're just constantly gonna be working for more money, which pays for things that really other people in your family are gonna enjoy, but they're not gonna be able to even spend time with you because you're gone all the time. So um, children I've noticed that have rich parents aren't usually pr very happy. Um, I mean, on the surface, they may be happy because they get the latest iPhone and they get, you know, brand new car when they turn 16 and they have, you know, a really nice house to bring their friends over in and a pool and all these really nice things. But on their birthday, when they're sitting alone and their, you know, their butler is the one that is spending um, their birthdays or Christmas or things like that with them, that's when it really really opens up their eyes and lets them see that money was more important to their parents than living a life together. Some families are really, really happy just living with minimal things, a small house, a one car, you know, just very minimalized um, possessions. And the kids are happy because they get to spend a lot more time with their parents. And, um, and I'm not saying don't don't make money. It's not what I'm saying either. It's just um, try not to make that your focus. If you're making a lot of money, if that's your focus, it's not going to make you happy. But you want to be involved in something. You want to be doing something that involves your passion. And if not involving your passion, um, at least being you know, in some way connected to it. Um, so you can still feel like it's, you know, it's a part of your life. Um, like making it your hobby. If you have a hobby of doing something, um, that you love, but you can't make money at, like, you know, full time, um, say, I don't know, coin collecting, just threw that out there, but say that's your passion. Um, it's really hard to make a living off of coin collecting, especially if you start out with nothing. So it's um, it's going to be something that is a hobby more than a job. But 
if you get a job in something that has to do with it, not necessarily you being the one collecting and making money off that, but you get a job somewhere that is involved with coin collecting, like um, even like antique, antiquing or um, places that have something to do with your interest, um, you'll find that you're much happier. Because anytime it involves your interest or your hobby, you're like, this is amazing. This is so cool. Um, so that's, you know, that's one thing I advise. And some people are like, well, it's too late. I'm stuck in a job that I'm going to be at for 20 years till I retire. And, you know, that, if that's what you want, go for it. But deep down inside, do you really want that? Because you can start anywhere and do anything at any time. I don't care how old you are and don't use that as an excuse. Oh, I'm 45 years old or I'm, I'm 52 years old. So what? There's people that age that have decided to go back to school. Don't use age. Don't use excuses because that's all it is is excuses. If you're an excuse person, then don't listen to this and just keep your excuses to yourself and keep going on and being unhappy. But if you're someone who really knows that you're missing something in your life and you don't know what it is and you're you're chasing paper <laughs> because that's what money is, paper. Like what good would it do us on a desert island? We would just burn it to stay warm. Like there's no, it's, there's not valuable except for the value that we place on money, which is sad because we place so much value on money that uh, to many it's even more valuable than human life. And that's, that's just sad. This world that we live in makes me sad sometimes. But spreading love, light, and positivity, that's my passion. That's something that I'm really, really, um, into and I want to stay connected to and I want to um, breathe into other people this love and light and positivity and let it keep going and let it um, just emanate throughout the world. That's what I want. So starting, you know, with a little podcast and going to keep moving up. Um, but along the lines of, you know, my passion, this I can't. I could start like doing sponsorships and stuff like that because they've already offered but honestly to me it's not about the money when I podcast so I mean eventually you know if if there's a sponsor that comes along that's in line with the things that I um, agree with I wouldn't mind like you know, doing a shout out or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and like push products and things that I've never even seen or heard of and, and stuff on my podcast, just, just to make a few dollars here and there. It's not worth it. I'd rather get out the message, my message and spread love, light and positivity than take the chance. Someone's going to be like, oh, I don't really want to hear an ad right now. And then me not get my message out. And um, just, you know, that's what's more important to me is getting my message out. Um, even if it's only heard by one person, 
it's important to me. And um, I feel like that, you know, it's part of my purpose. I feel like I have many purposes and I think we all do. We don't just have one purpose. You were sent on this earth to do this. No, you were sent on this earth to do many things and you're capable of many things. So you just keep chasing after whatever your heart is leading you to because honestly, that's the best compass that we have is our heart. When we go with our brain, it leads us sometimes in a logical direction. And yes, we do need our brain to make logical decisions. But if we don't use our heart and we don't follow our heart, we're going to be miserable. We're blocking out that part of ourselves that um, we need because we're human, because we're not animals. We're people with feelings and emotions that run deeper than any river and deeper than any ocean. We are a being that can create, that can motivate, that can move. We, I've never seen, you know, a, um, an animal get up in front of a crowd of animals and start, um, you know, speaking in their, you know, barking or grunting or whatever their, their sound is whatever their communication, um, and, and motivate, you know, like we have something in us that is special and we don't value human life enough and in the, the many special abilities that we have as humans. And I got off the subject again, but Back to what I was saying about lining it up with your passion. Um, I, for instance, I love to write. Um, and I've said this a few times. And I'm also an artist. And I love to be creative. And I love to motivate. And these are the, the things that really move me. My passions. When something has to do with any of these passions, I'm really like into it. I'm smiling. I'm like, this is, this is what I am. One of my purposes. This is what I'm here to do. Um, however, you know, there are people working at places that line up with my passion that I would be happy at necessarily people that are there it's not their passion so they're not happy at so why do we have all these people just like conjumbled and mixed up in places that they don't belong um my daughter watches blues clues because of the show that i watched when i was younger and um i just think it's so adorable but um like we're we're kind of doing something that even a five-year-old wouldn't do is put a square in a circle um, slot or putting triangles in square slots. Like, why are we putting things where they don't belong? We are putting ourselves where we don't belong, where we don't fit. And, you know, it's, it's like whenever something happens on Blue's Clues and, um, and, Steve is like, oh, you mean this goes here? And the little kids are like, no more than like five and six years old are like, no. And they start laughing because it's silly. I'm like, 
if they really understood the concept of what we do and you place it into those forms, we'd have a five-year-old being like, no, silly, you don't fit there. Like, think about it like that. You just, you don't fit. So why put yourself and squeeze yourself and try to make it work when it's not for you? Now, there are some limitations here and there. Like, um, to me, honestly, I don't believe in limitations. I think the sky's the limit. But obviously, there are some um, physical limitations. Like... If my dream was to be a basketball player, I'm nowhere near tall enough, so I have certain dispositions. But if that was my dream, I think that, you know, I would have had enough practice and I would have worked hard enough to overcome a lot of um, obstacles and things that um, would deter most people. Um, Because if it's your passion, that's something you're chasing after. That's your goal. But... um, I, I, I understand that like every single person on the earth can't be president. So if 40 people, their passion is presidency, like break it down. What do you love about, what would you love about being president? What else? I mean, just being president wouldn't be your passion. So like politics, is that your passion? Or you go, maybe you could be mayor or, you know, governor, senate. If politics is your passion, find a way in. You could even be campaign manager because that's in your line of passion. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be that thing. Like I am an artist and a writer, but I could work for a publishing company. I mean, I wouldn't even have to be writing to be happy because I'd be around people who talk about um, writing and who talk about books and who talk about stories and plots and, you know, things that I'm passionate about. It's, It's putting yourself in a place that fits and sometimes not necessarily can you be exactly what you want to be when you want to be, you know. I do believe that, um, you know, I'm going to write books and I'm going to be a writer and and it's going to be a success at one point, one day. But I'm building up to that. I don't think that I'm just going to write a book and because I've written several, but I don't think that um, I'm just going to, like, turn it over and tomorrow I'm going to be, you know, famous for it. And also that's not really why I write. It's not to be famous. It's it's to get my writing out there, to, ex- to have people read my expression of myself. That's my one of my passions. So I have people do that anyway for free. And it feels good when I have somebody read my writing and they tell me that they like it and, um, you know, they explore it and talk about it. I really enjoy that. That makes me happy. And I don't have to get any money for it. Um, my goal one day is to be a successful writer and motivational speaker. I think I've said this before. Um, and life coach. These That's something that I just get a lot of fulfillment of out of. But I don't think that tomorrow I can just like make business cards and be like, okay, tomorrow I'm a life coach and I'm just going to live off that dream. You have to have things 
fueling your dream and you have to have motivation toward your dream, but you also have to have a, um, a cushion, but don't make that cushion so comfortable that you never get up either. Like it's, it's something where, you know, you have a dream, um, and you have a job that's like, okay, I like it. It's good. It's all, it's good money. I can still pursue my passion, but if you have the room to pursue your passion and you're not pursuing it, then you're just too comfy on that cushion and you need to start motivating yourself in the direction of your passion because eventually, eventually sitting in the same spot for too long is going to make you not happy. That's going to give you bed sores and no matter how comfy it is, extended periods of time, it's just not going to work out for you. And then you're, you, you're going to have to start all over and nope, nobody wants to start all over. <laughs> it's hard enough. You know, I was, um, reading yesterday a really great, um, story about a woman, true story about a woman who invented something and um, she had been, she had like gone bankrupt three times by the time she was 38 years old and she was like, no, I'm going to keep pursuing this thing. I, I'm an inventor and I want to make something that really makes people happy and she just kept doing kept going, kept going. And finally, she created something that made her millions. But she didn't give up. She's 38 years old, which is older than I am. So it gives me hope that, you know, like, she started over at 38. But she was still choosing after her passion. She never let, she never got too comfortable in a position um, where she was. And she just kept creating. And if this didn't work, she tried something else, tried something else, tried something else. Until one day... She made something that worked, and people love it. And um, I don't know if I'm allowed to, like, mention it over on my podcast, what it is and everything, but it's very useful, and a lot of people use it, and um, she's made millions off of it. And for her, I don't even think it was about the money. She doesn't seem like, like, she seemed like that was her passion, was inventing something that people would use and kind of create a legacy for herself. And, um... You know, as she was building up to that point, she struggled many times. What got her through was she was chasing after her dream. Um, maybe, you know, sometimes we think we have a dream. Like, my dream is to be an Olympian. Okay, but why? Do you love gymnastics? Is that your passion? Is gymnastics your passion, but your goal is to be an Olympian? Because there's a difference between a goal and a passion. Your passion is something you love talking about, you love doing, you love being around people who love it and do it. And that is a passion. A goal is something that you want to achieve and and um, level up to. So you may not ever make it to be an Olympian. And I'm not here to tell you that you can't do something, but I am here to tell you that um, life does get in the way. You know, you're a parent, you have more obstacles. The more obstacles you have, the harder you have to work. And if you work hard enough, yes, you can achieve any goal. I believe 
in my heart, any person can achieve any goal, whatever it is. But achieving the goal doesn't necessarily fulfill the happiness. It's lining up something that you love and your passion with what you do on a daily basis. Um, if you're a parent and you love children, getting up every day is amazing and wonderful because you just thrive on every laugh and on every smile that your child has, and it's wonderful. Then there are some people that are like, okay, I love my kids. I love them, but they drive me insane. I just, I need to do something that lines up with my passion. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I definitely would say, though, that um, no matter what your passion is, if you have kids, make them a priority in spending time with them and involve them in your passion. Because typically, kids really grasp on the things that their parents love. If you're really into, like, building cars and things like that, and you have a son or daughter, or daughter, guys, or daughter, you can involve them and they would love it. They would love it. Um, I know that, like, some kids don't always go that in that direction, but, like, hey, my dad was, like, into sports, like, so much, so much. And I'm not even a sportsy person. I don't like sports. I like maybe watching them on TV, um, but I don't like doing them. Um, with the exception, there's like a few, like I like volleyball, that's fun, I like tennis, that's fun, um, swimming, 100%, but like, uh, I don't really like softball or baseball, except for watching it, I don't watch it, but I don't like playing, you know, and I don't like running around, I don't like running around chasing a ball, and kicking a ball, and like soccer, I don't like um, football, and and just having to run like it's not my favorite thing in the world um working out is one thing you like gotta do it to stay fit and stuff but like doing it because you want to and it's fun it's not fun for me so but my dad really was into sports so I joined a softball team to um bond with my dad so your kids are going to gravitate toward things that you love because they want to bond with you. Use that. Um, don't make your dream their dream because, you know, like there's no way I would have gone on to be like a pitcher for a softball team or something like that. Like no way. But I did participate and I did enjoy it because my, it was a bonding moment. Um, you know, bonding time for me and my dad, and we play catch, and it, it's memories that I have that I don't regret because, you know, I bonded with him, and that's something that was his passion. So your child's passion may not become your passion, but they will love it to a certain point because you love it. So don't exclude your children from your passion. Um, and don't, but then on, on the other flip side of that, don't make your passion their passion. Um, stage moms are the worst. Like if you watch dance moms or things like that, like there are some kids that are like, I'm only doing this because my mom 
wanted to be famous and she never got famous. So literally I am now the person that, you know, is living out her dream. That sucks. Because if you are living out someone else's dream, you are miserable. For some people, the stage and the lights excites them. Um, it does me. I know that that's another part of like my creativity. I love acting and I love um, drama and theater and I love a script. Um, I don't have to make money doing it. Like I, don't, I wouldn't have to be famous doing it. I could hold a script on an old rickety stage with one person in the audience because you gotta have an audience. You can't like that would be talking to yourself. However. When I was younger, I used to act in my room and write scripts. And and I wrote scripts at like 10 years old or even like younger. Um, I was just like writing and writing monologues and just like craziness. Um, when I was like 10, I wrote a script for a person who had multiple personality disorder. Yeah, so that, that's intense. But, um, hold on, I think... The kids are fighting. Oh, never mind. They're playing. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because I'm going to get back to them. Don't want to take too much time away from them this morning. But um, another really good advice point is um, besides lining something up with your dream and going after your dream, no matter where you're at in life, you can still achieve going after your passion, just do it. It will make you happy. You have to find happiness in this life. You can't expect other things to make you happy. You have to make happiness for yourself. You can't go into a relationship thinking that that's going to make you happy because it'll you'll never be happy. You have to chase after happiness yourself in this life. And uh, things that are part of your soul make you happy. If music makes you happy, then find something that has to do with music. Not saying quit your job and go play a, the guitar on the side of the road. Will that support your family? No. You you need to be practical, but you could get a job at a recording studio. Obviously, you're not going to just like be a producer overnight, but you can get a job doing it. You can be around people who have your passion. Um, if you, you know, if you're like, I'm going to be a writer, I can get a job at a publishing company. Doesn't necessarily have to be even anything that has involves writing. Um, you know, like not, it doesn't, you could start at the bottom and I could even be like somebody who works in, at the printing press as long as I'm in a position that I could move up and that I'm around people who love books and writing and reading and things like that. Um, trouble is that right now, if I went and pursued my passion, because so many people are involved in places that aren't their passion and don't make them happy, I wouldn't always be surrounded by people who are like-minded because they'd be like no really what I want to do is be an astronaut like why the heck are you working in a at a posting company what the heck oh because they it offered this much an hour and and I saw it and I just you know and I've been here for 10 years no no don't do that 
That's your cushy cushion that you're, you're getting too comfortable on. Get up. Move towards your goal. You're not going to be happy unless you don't, unless you do it. Get up. Just get up and move. Move. Get your blood flowing. Get your passion going. You start chasing after that passion, you're going to notice a zest on life that you never realized that you had before. And that's going to affect every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. Like relationships, okay? If you're in a relationship, bringing passion into your eyes toward something that you have, you have a new zest for life, it's going to make your relationship better. Because now you're bringing happiness into the equation. Now you have happiness already on the table and you're not looking to this other person to make you happy. Because no person can make you happy. Will Smith said it best when he said that you need to come to the table with your cup full already. And the other person comes to the table with their cup full. And you're just you're just gleaning off of each other's happiness. You're not necessarily giving each other happiness, but you're both happy and sharing your happiness with the other person. That's what that's what a relationship is, really. Um, and I can talk more about relationships later, but going after your passion, or if you're not in a relationship, that, that's even, that's something else. Like you're going after your passion. You have a new zest for life. You're going to attract so many more people because they see that light in your eyes. Yes. Physical attraction is like part of the equation, but everybody has somebody that will see them as wonderful and beautiful and amazing. Everybody. You want to know how I know this? Because Jerry Springer, okay? I watched that show many times growing up. And there were people that I was like, okay, um, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but never in a million, billion, gazillion years, if I was the last person on earth, would I be with this person yet? They've got two people fighting over them, saying, I love this man or woman or both. I love them. This is my heart. I'm going to fight for them on national TV and make an idiot of myself because my heart, my, my love is for this person. So everybody's got somebody that, that can attract somebody. There's always somebody out there. Don't think that you are not beautiful enough or good enough. Media has just really just flawed our way of looking at ourselves and other people people expect kim kardashian and then we expect ourselves to measure up to kim kardashian as women we have to have the eyebrows going let me tell you this okay i've never seen a guy say oh look at those girls eyebrows oh man i just i just want to put my finger on those eyebrows no we are like just trying to make everything about ourselves perfect. And sadly, Kim Kardashian is not some guys is what they want. They may look at her and be like, oh, that's a bunch of fake. I don't like that. Not Kim Kardashian isn't for everybody. It's for a lot of people because that's what the media is, you know, portraying as beautiful. So yeah, sure, 90% of the guys out there are like, Yes, Kim K is the prettiest person on the planet, but most of her is fake. 
So we're just taking out humanity. We're just saying, like, this is what we think is beautiful. What if we thought that, like, having implanted spikes in our skin was beautiful? We'd go through that. We'd put ourselves through that pain to Wolverine ourselves just because that's the level of beauty that we should attain to. It's not even natural. It's not even something that we were born capable of being. That's exactly what plastic surgery and all that crap is. It's just the exact same thing. We're putting ourselves through pain just to look like somebody who isn't even real. I don't get it. But back to the passion thing because I keep going off topic. And um, that's just... Y'all have to get used to that because that's just the way my brain is. But I do... I do make my way back eventually. So lining up with your passion, something that you love to do, and you're not reinventing the wheel. Somebody else had that passion before you. So find somebody who was successful at it and literally just map out their steps and take each step that they took. You wanna be JK Rowling? Figure out what it is that she did. Don't think that you're gonna turn a, a script in or a, a you know book in overnight. You're gonna be famous like her, but she was successful, so she did something right. So figure out what she did. Did she write every day? Did she have writing um, exercises that she did to make her writing better? Did she take classes? What exactly did she do? Study her. If if you know you're you want to be a comedian. Pick a comedian that was successful. You'll find that no matter what the job is or whatever it is that you're chasing after and that you want to do, that there's going to be hard times. But what gets you through those hard times is the fact that you love it. Your struggle is not as bad a struggle because it's your passion. And you're like, even though, you know, Say you wouldn't be a comedian because that's the last example I brought up. And you're just like, you know, doing a little bit of comedy here and there and stuff. And you, your dream, your goal is to be on, you know, SNL or something like that, to be on a parody show. But you're just doing like little stand-ups here and there and some bars and stuff. You got a few people clapping and laughing. Those, like, few people mean the world to you because they're laughing at your jokes because you're, they think you're funny. That's what gets you through. Like, yeah, okay, you probably didn't make that much money that day. But you had some people laugh because that's your goal. I mean, your that's your passion is comedy. So having those people laugh is worth more than the money that you make. That's what gets you through the dry spells. Um, and, you know, doing something that excites you, it, it helps you overlook all the drawbacks. That's why people are like, if somebody's goal or somebody's passion is acting, they're going to make it if that's what they're putting their whole heart into. They're going to make it. There may be years that go by where they don't, but what's getting them through is the fact that they love practicing, they love they love rehearsing, 
They love reading a script. They love being in a dressing room and trying on the clothes for their character. They love getting into character. Those are the things, those are the things that get them through these dry spells. Um, if you want to be a doctor and your passion is helping people, you got to go through eight years of med school, dude. Eight years. If, if that's your passion, then, you know, you're going to love every second of it because you're, you're going to be helping people all along the way. If your goal is to make money, those eight years, you're not going to be making the money. So it's like, if, if your passion is helping people, then, then the money doesn't matter because you're going to be eight years of even though you're not making as much money as you want to make, one day you will, you're going to be happy because every single day you're helping people. It's getting you through those dry spells. But if all you're after is after eight years, you're just going to open up your own practice and you're going to be, you know, a millionaire because you're going to be, you know, huge doctor then you're gonna eventually find a point where money just doesn't fill that void for some people it's hard because money just excites them but why what would you buy with it for some people they don't realize that it's really their passion that excites them but money is what they think that they need to attain it. Some people are like, oh, I need this money. I need this money because I need to get a, a new house and renovate it and get this and get that and have all these things. Maybe, um, you know, it, like with a car, maybe building cars is their passion. And they're chasing after the money because they feel like, they had enough money, they could buy whatever car they want and build it and do whatever they want. So, yes, that you can pursue that way, that route, but you're going to hit a lot of dry spells. And if you don't have access to that major amount of money that you're trying to attain so quickly, it's not going to work. You know, unless you win the lottery, that's an overnight thing where you can pretty much, you know, overnight buy anything you want. But is money really what you're after or is it something you can buy with the money that has to line up with your goals and then you're really just cheating yourself because you're chasing after the paper when really you could have just been chasing after the passion all along. You could have gotten a job in the field that you love. Um and worked your way up, you know, like you're, you're cheating yourself because the passion is what you're really after. You, you don't realize this because money is blinding, but if money were the key to happiness, then rich people wouldn't commit suicide. If fame were the key to happiness, famous people wouldn't commit suicide. Your passion is what is the key to happiness. And grounding yourself, your happiness in something, as I've said before, that doesn't fail. My happiness is grounded in my faith. Because my faith, it, it's 
strong and it, it can weather a storm. A storm can come through and just blow through. And I mean a real storm. A tornado could come and just uproot the house. Everything, everything. Where my happiness lies, it can't take it. Can't take my faith. A tornado can't take my faith away. My happiness is buried in my faith. It's never going to uproot my faith. It's never going to uproot my happiness. It's, it's solid. Um, having something, having my passion, like doing something that I'm passionate about, that contributes to my happiness. And that, that um, happiness is like a seed. You plant it and it grows and fruit comes off of that tree and um it's it's fulfilling to see the fruits of your work and but the fruits of your passion the fruits of your happiness it doesn't you can't attain a goal overnight i'm not going to expect that just because i love it and i'm passionate about it and may even possibly possess some writing skills who knows um I I like to say that I've worked really hard to get to the skill level that I am in writing, but um, but it's because it's my passion and I've worked really hard at getting there. But <laughs> all right, I gotta give back to these kids who think that they're um, going a little crazy out there, but. The two things that I want you to take away from this, your takeaways are line up your passion with what you do on a daily basis. I make a podcast every single day that I can because sometimes life gets in the way, like I said, and uh, the flu hit this house. So it was, it was pretty bad. It was, um, yeah, it was pretty bad, but the flu hit this house. So I wasn't able to podcast every day. But it's something that I enjoy. So when I get back to it, I'm loving it. And I'm happy about it. And I'm not making money off of it. Because I'm not going to put y'all through like all those ads and crap like that. Um, unless, well, here we go. Unless it's something that lines up with my passion. If like Audible or some something that um, lines up like with something that I love. And you guys would probably sit through that and hear that because it's something I'm passionate about and it involves something that I like. Oh no, my voice. I think I feel like I'm losing my voice right now. <clears throat> so I better not be getting the flu because I will kill somebody, but okay. <clears throat> Sorry. So, um, Every day I try to write. Every day I try to involve myself in my passion. Um, it's something that even like when I was little, I would just like act in front of the mirror. So I've like kept my passion alive all my life. Do I have? Do I make a living off of my passions? No. But having the key to unlock that, I do have that. I do. I I could start working somewhere that involves my passion, which actually my goal is to work at a publishing company um, in the near future. Um, right now, life is in the way. Um, my youngest is five years old, so I don't, um, 
I don't want to put her in daycare. Nothing wrong with daycare. If you have your kid in daycare, cool. Um, I just, these are some very formative years and I just really wanted to capture them. And um, with all my kids, I, I did that. I did, I captured these years and it, it stays with me, you know, like I'm the one who taught her her ABCs. I'm the one who taught her colors. I'm the one who taught her shapes. I'm the one who taught her um, all of the things that she's going to go into her first year in school next year. Oh my God. And she's going to know all that stuff. And I'm preparing her, but I'm also preparing her for life because I'm instilling values and things in her that I can see her every single day, all day, every day. And, um, this is the most important part of her life where she's learning right from wrong. And I, I just feel like I need to be there. However, there are a lot of people out there who, you know, don't have that opportunity to be able to stay home with their child. And I totally understand that. I totally understand that. I'm very blessed because I'm able to, but daycare isn't like awful. You know, I, Personally, there's a lot of them out there that I wouldn't choose, but there's a lot of good ones. So, you know, if I had to put her in daycare, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world that could happen. Um, but I've maneuvered my life around where I, I can um, parent her the best of my abilities until school next year. Um, and might even do homeschool, I don't know. But as soon as she's in school, then um, I'm going to be jumping into something that involves my passion. So every day I involve my passion now, but I'm going to start making money involving my passion. Um, I'm definitely going to uh, venture out to YouTube and start doing that soon. And, uh, if that makes money, then great. And I can live off of that. But if it doesn't, then I'll still involve my passion in something that I do for work. And I will still also be doing something I'm really passionate about. So either way it works out. Do you see how that plays into it? Like your passion makes you happy and I'm happy every single day. So, hope those were some good takeaways for you guys. I talked your ear off for 46 minutes and 43 seconds. So, I'm going to go and spend some time with my daughter and um, probably take her somewhere, like the zoo or somewhere fun. Um, you guys, just really think about what I said. Are you, evaluate yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You and God are the only two people you can't lie. I mean, you can try to lie to yourself, but you know the truth. That's the weird thing about lying to yourself. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy. Like, you know you're not. So quit saying it. Who are you trying to convince? Me or you? Um, it's, or excuses. You know when you're full of excuses. Like, oh, well, I really want to do this, but... I have to go to college and like I said in my last thing, time's gonna pass anyways.
two years of college, four years of college, those two and four years are still gonna pass. Four years from now, you're still gonna be stuck saying, oh, but I need to go to college. Like, no, make it happen, do it. Four years from now, you can say, oh, I graduated college, now I'm doing what I love. <laughs> Imagine that. So, get up, move, and move towards your goal. And you'll find that this, this is my, this was one of the um, steps because I have like a whole journey to self-love book that I'm writing. And um, this is one of the steps to self-love, nurturing your passion. You're going to love yourself a lot more. You're, you're going to be happier with yourself. Um, my next segment will be a little bit more about loving yourself and, you know, that journey. But um, I advise that you really evaluate how you feel every day. Are you happy when you go to bed are you happy when you wake up that's the most important thing when you wake up if you're okay you can sit there and lie to yourself and sometimes you can believe yourself maybe sometimes money like I said is blinding enough where you're like no I'm happy I work with nice people and even though it's not my passion I'm, I'm happy all right here's where it gets to the nitty-gritty okay when you wake up in the morning do you say to yourself could call out I just ah, maybe no I gotta go in mm, man it just feels so good laying here oh I don't know yeah no I'll go in all right and then you get up or are you like yes I can't wait to get to work oh this project I'm working on I'm so excited oh man I gotta I gotta get ready gotta like, are you motivated? Are you happy to go to work in the morning? Because that's the hardest time. Because nobody wants to get up in the morning. But when you have something you're going after, like kids wake up for school like crap. They don't go to school, most kids anyway. I have a couple of kids that love school, which is rare. And literally get up and can't wait to get out that door. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh, okay. That's not me when I was little but okay. Um, but mainly I loved school, but I just didn't like the people mainly cause I got bullied, but, um, my kids, they love it. They love school. So are you like that? Are you like getting up and like, can't wait to get there and you're just excited? Or are you the kid that is like, Oh, I don't want to go to school. Please. No. I don't want to go to school. Um, I honestly think schools, the school system needs to be changed for that very reason. Kids are not passionate about going and they're not passionate about being there and it doesn't involve anything in their passion. But that's another podcast for another day. I just wanted you guys to, um, to take away something from this and you know sometimes the biggest risks have the biggest reward if you're doing something that you're not happy with I'm not saying go in there and you know tell your boss I quit but start making a plan for yourself 
Move. Move in the direction of your passion. Move yourself. Start get that blood flowing. It's not going to happen if you don't go after it, if you don't chase it. And hey, maybe you are one of those people that can afford the luxury of going up to your boss and being like, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm going to quit. Um, I'd advise putting in your two-week notice, though, because it's just bad business to just leave somebody hanging. But if you have the ability to just do that, then do it. I have done it. it. Made me very happy to do it, even though I was like, "Oh, how am I gonna, how am I gonna survive?" But I need. It was something I needed to do too. It wasn't something that I could stay at too much longer. If you're unhappy and there's lots of things that can make you unhappy, one of them, even if the people are really nice around you, one of them is that you're just not lined up with your passion. It's not gonna work out for you. So. Eventually, you're, you're like if you're looking at okay, I'm gonna be sixty something when I retire. I can make it that long. If if that's how you're looking at it, like that's your light at the end of the tunnel, you're screwed. If your light at the end of the tunnel is literally every single day, like oh man, I just love this. Oh tomorrow I get to do this. Oh man, I'm so excited. I get to work with somebody who also loves this. You love talking about it. You love, like, you're going to succeed. You're not even going to want to retire when you get older. Then you're going to probably even pass down that, you know, business or whatever it is to someone who's in your family. And still want to be in it when you're that age. Because your passion will never die. Even when you're older. Passion will never die. So, that is how you evaluate. Are you looking towards your 60s? Like, okay, I've got 20 more years, 30 more years. I can do this. No, you cannot. I mean, technically you could, but you could be miserable. And then when you're like retiring, what is that gonna be about? Like, oh man, I have all this money to spend on whatever and I can travel and pursue my passion, she's like 60 something years old. Like, though they're very active 60 something years old people, um, chances are that you're kind of like on that downward, like exiting life roller coaster where like you have some medical issues and things like that and I am not saying everybody I had my grandmother was extremely healthy for 65 she was like the most healthy 65 year old I've ever met in my life she she was like eating fat free and cholesterol free and doing hikes up mountains and crap like that I couldn't even do when I was a teenager I'm like are you kidding me but she died of pancreatic cancer like you never know when your life's gonna go you decide you're gonna start chasing your passion at 65 you're taking chances that you know it's, it's to be sad the outcome um it's all the advice i have left for you today but thank you so much for listening to me i added another 10 minutes in there so now it's 55 minutes and 40 seconds 
Um, hopefully you didn't get tired of listening to my voice. All right. Have a wonderful day and uh, little tidbit. Just do something today that involves your passion and watch yourself light up. Bye.